is going on? Let me check what time it is here. 10 29, so we are still in the morning. So, I'm in order where I say good morning. I know it's been a minute. Uh, if you haven't already noticed, there's a whole lot going on. And uh, yeah, so I would assume that it's been an adjustment for most. Some main, uh, some minor, others major. But nonetheless, God is still good. So, while we got some time in between uh, locations here, I've uh, been doing some self-evaluating. And uh, I'm not going to be before you long. Just sharing a little bit of a piece of my mind this Wednesday morning. So I got up around 7 o'clock, I believe, a little after, took out the trash, cut the grass, went for a nice three-mile run, came back, stretched, then I got cleaned up and I'm out and about. But moreover, I guess I'm reflecting on the small things that make the big difference. So been on this kick where I want to be more productive in what I do throughout the day and also being intentional about what it is that I do throughout the day. Oh, and mind you, while I was running, I was listening to the Bible and I think I was in a book of Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, and I think I listened to about 15 chapters in a matter of 53 minutes. This was all during the time that I ran. So while I was running, I was feeding my spirit man. And then after I finished, after I cooled down, I just talked to the Lord a little bit. You know, paused in between. You know, really, I'm, I'm, I'm working on having an actual conversation, like praying for real. You know what I mean? Like, when I think about the conversations I have with people, I'm rarely ever the only person talking and not ever get a response or have the person respond or talk back to me. That's just, like, I don't even like to hear my, there's even a cutoff point. <coughs> my goodness, excuse me. There's even a cutoff point for me when I feel like I'm doing too much talking. And that cutoff, that cutoff point may be uh, a little or a lot sooner for those who I talk to who may th who think I talk too much. I don't know. They never say it to me, so I would never really know. But, you know, I'm good about reading body language and facial expressions. So, you know, I try to catch it before uh, it's too late. But nonetheless, I was talking with God, and I was also pausing and shutting up as well to hear what God has to say and I've been told that you know I could pray I could, I could pray uh, what's, what's the word they use uh, since since I'm a rapper I have that kind of flow or cadence or what have you when I pray but I don't you know listen and you know I took that 
I took that to heart in a good way. And you, when you do, you know, some self-evaluation, you realize some things that need to improve. You know, things you can do better. And those are one of the things I feel, you know, I need to do when it comes to God. And it's listen, you know, how can two people talk and hear each other? It just it doesn't really make any logical sense. And I must say that I'm glad that God is somebody who does listen. Or at least I think he does. Because all prayers are not heard, to be honest. And to be specific, you know, someone might say, well, wait a minute. You know, I thought God hears all prayers. So everybody should pray. I'm not saying that God doesn't hear all your prayers. But there's some that almost he's that doesn't really get his attention. You know what I'm saying? You know how you could a person could be hearing you but they're not listening. Now we gotta understand with God is that when your heart ain't right. talking to him with the wrong heart meaning Lord I want you to do this and this and this for me and most of your life some of your life maybe even a season in your life or even right now that very thing you're asking God to do you won't do it for anybody else or somebody might be asking or waiting on an answer for you, from you, and you're dragging your feet. You're making them suffer. You're making them wait. Instead of just saying flat out no, you want to make them beg for it a little bit, you know. You, they want your time, so you get to them when you feel like it. But now you're talking to God. You're talking to the head honcho. God, I want you to do this. I need you to do this for me right now. honest if I was God I probably would be like hold up you want me to do this and you won't even do it for your brother next those kind of prayers that kind of heart that kind of spirit you see you, dig? you know gotta hear him but don't you, you ain't gonna always get an answer back with certain ones, especially when you just, if, if your attitude is wrong, your heart is wrong, you're not even going to hear him anyway. You know what I mean? So that's when we resort to getting the opinions of men and other people, familiar spirits, those who, who think and do things the way we do that agree with us. Yes, men or women. But I truly want to hear what God has to say because myself just listening to what they're saying, to what they're not saying, so I can assess properly, so I can give a, a, a decent response. And with all that being said, I'm looking at my life and how things are connected. So I'm praying, God, I want to be more productive. So I pull on this 
spirit of discipline that he's already given me. For he said, I have not given you the spirit, the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and of a sound mind, sound mind, discipline. So if I make sure that I get to bed at a decent hour, which in turn is connected to me getting a proper amount of rest, which in turn leads to me getting up earlier rather than the middle of the day, which in turn allows me to go jogging and listen or get before God or, you know, get in that secret place, mow the grass, really do, do a lot of the things that I try to do during the times of the day being a family man that really just don't work because I got kids, I got a wife. You know, the wife wants things done. The kids always asking for something. And so I had set this thing way back, but I had got away from it. And that was whatever I need to get done for me that's gonna be productive and make me the best version of myself or allow me to uh, maximize every opportunity because we're stewards of the time we have on earth. I mean, once 24 hours passes, Thursday comes, that that getting came and gone. You don't have that no more. So I either have to choose to be disciplined. And again, I, I don't need to ask God for a spirit of discipline because he said he already, he's already given that to me. So what I need to discover and find out because his word says it's to the glory of God to conceal the matter, but it's to the glory of kings to seek it out, to search it out. So if I already had that, now I have to get before him. I got to talk with him some more. I got to start to, uh, I got to start to form some habits and remove some bad ones, replace them with some good ones. And therefore, what wonders would it do me? What benefit would it be for me, for, for the kingdom, for, for my family? If I do something as simple as cut out the excessive movie watching or anything you do that's excessive and get the better wake up early then you get all that you would try to do at inconvenient times for your family way early in the morning so now that you got that out the way now you have an allotted amount of time open for everything else in the day that may come up you're available now so now you find yourself not clashing with the things of life and everything that comes up if, you, if you're part of a church and you have uh, a flock to lead or a ministry, you know that people are always calling you. Someone's in need of prayer, got to go to the hospitals. Uh, emergencies is always coming up, you know. You got to take care of your sheep. But again, if you know that is what involves the bulk of what you're called or assigned to do, then you know that the things you really need to do for you that's going to feed you, build you, uh, you know, strengthen you, then there has to be times throughout the day. And please believe I, I'm, I'm holding myself to this, you know, because oftentimes these are the real, real easy, big indicators of I should be doing this, but I really don't want to. You want to know what it is? I'm glad you asked. When you get this thought that I need to do this, but your flesh is saying, I don't want to do it right now. That's a clear indicator right there. I'm not feeling good about myself 
or my body, so I need to work out, but I'm not going to do it right now. Clear indicator. You haven't been working out this long, so what do you got to lose? Why don't you want to do it right now? Because there's that thing you're holding on to, and in 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 I guess here's the crust of the the crux, as they say, of of what I'm saying. We we hold tightly with a closed fist. Flicking this guy, telling him to get over, and he's like, "Not going to get over it anyway." Here's the juxta of what I'm saying: We hold tightly, very close, like like this, 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 this secret, the the answer to all things, this treasure that we will protect with our life. But these treasures are things that are not. Advantage to us These treasures, these things are Actually things that are detrimental To our life, to our health And to those around us These things like bondage These things like Your well-being You know, they they, they don't add to your life But they take away from it And these things we, 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 we've, we've cultivated this, this habit and this dependency on keeping this protected I don't want to give up this thing I know over here This thing that adds to my life This thing that make me better as a person I need to do But the thing that I should do I don't do And the things that I Shouldn't be doing I do And we And, and, and just Just You know Let that be food for thought For you throughout this day Assess your life And ask yourself Why do I hold on to the things That don't Add to my life, but in fact, take away from it. Take away from my time. Take away from my talent. Take away from uh, uh, my my finances. Take away from opportunities. Why do we hold on uh, uh, to these things that that we know is not good for us, and the things that are good for us, we 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 neglect it. We don't hold it as 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 valuable. You know, head knowledge is not enough. You can know to do the right thing and don't do it. You can know you need to eat right and don't do it. You know? And hey, I mean, you know, maybe some of us got to take baby steps. You may be eating, you know, french fries and McDonald's all week and then you say, oh, I'm going to do a salad today. You may feel good about yourself. Okay, cool. I can't knock that. But then at what point do you get rid of the crutch? Oh, I ate my one salad for the day, so I'm going to go back to eating. McDonald's for the rest of the week. When do we replace that? You know, why does it always have to take us being on the brink of death or something that's really awful that will harm us in some kind of way to make decisions before that ever happens? I don't know. I still ask myself those same questions because had I not, and mind you, I didn't go to bed early but I went to bed earlier than normal because I work a graveyard shift 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. so I'm used to being up <clears throat> during that time of the uh, day you know I don't like it it hurts but um, you know as a result of that I uh, I have a hard time going to sleep early but nonetheless I had said to myself at the beginning of the week 
into, uh, you know, I, I, I was going to cut out watching a movie, staying up late, and I was going to do things productive that pertain to my assignment or my calling or just my, my destiny and where I want to be in life, where I want to be during this time. And so, you know, I was up late maybe around two, but I was doing things that were adding to my life. And so when I woke up, I woke up a lot earlier than I normally would have. And I was able to get a lot done. And I felt really good. <coughs> Excuse me. And I felt really good about that. So I say this to say I encourage you today who are listening, assess your life, look at the things that you're holding on to that is not healthy for you, that is actually taken away from you, your family, your time, your ministry, and make an action plan as to what you're going to do to replace those bad habits with good ones. You have to take some kind of action. For me, it was very simple. Get to bed early so that I feel good have the motivation, have the strength, respecting my body, treating it well, to get up early and to do the things that will add to my life and strengthen me. So now when I go out into the world and I go on about my day, I have something to actually pour out and give to somebody of substance. And I'm not just giving, first and foremost, God, my sloppy seconds, because, you know, I'm a minister all day. So that never stops. So. I can go outside my doors and, you know, somebody is in need and hopefully I'm filled up with the right stuff to deliver the goods or else I may have robbed somebody of a blessing that God intended them for, for them to have through me. But because I didn't prepare myself for that, now that individual has missed out and now they may have to wait God knows how long for that blessing to come. But thank God he doesn't wait on us for his will to get done but at the same time he's relational so he wants to depend on us to do his will and his bidding on earth so you know those are my two cents for anyone that has found value and taking uh has taken time out of their lovely day to even entertain my thoughts and so i pray prosperity i pray that you prosper and be in good health Above all things, even as your soul prospers, because that's what the Lord will want for you. And that he will order your steps and that you will be willing for him to order your steps and follow wherever he leads you today. In Jesus' name.